The census officially began in the spring of the year 2000. Before that, there were about three years of feasibility studies in which we asked the questions, could it be done, should it be done, and would it be done? Would people cooperate to, to make it happen? The program will culminate in October of 2010 with the release of the first census of marine life. Over the past eight years, 14 teams organized around different habitats like the Arctic or seamounts or coral reefs. It's an ancient dream to count all the fish in the sea. And it wasn't possible uh, until about 10 years ago. Uh, but the reasons to do it uh, Partly it's just curiosity. Since ever, people have wanted to know what's in the vast, beautiful, immense, deep ocean. So partly it's just curiosity, but partly, of course, it's a sense of urgency. Many, many changes are taking place in the oceans. People are very concerned about overfishing, about pollution. So it seemed extremely important also to develop a much more comprehensive baseline of what actually lives in the oceans in the present. We'll share the information in lots of ways. Of course, we're creating a tremendous relational database available online, open, accessible to everyone freely, the Ocean Biogeographical Information System. And we'll also communicate the, the, the findings in many, many ways. For example, the census has a partnership with the National Geographic Society. Uh, there will be articles in the magazine of uh, the Geographic Society. There will be television programs. We're working closely with aquariums. Uh, aquariums, of course, are one of the main ways that the, the public learns about life in the oceans. Uh, we hope that aquariums, like the Aquarium of the Pacific, will feature some of the findings of the Census of Marine Life. Uh, we hope that it will become uh, a regular process. The, uh, the monitoring, the observation of marine life. We hope the technologies of the census will become part of a continuing global ocean observing system. We hope people will uh, acquire the habit of entering uh, the information that they, the observations they make into this ocean biogeographical information system, the data assimilation framework of the census of marine life. And we hope that the networks and centers of excellence that have developed uh, to carry out this first census will continue and enlarge. We hope the public, governments, industries, maritime industries will be inspired by the census and that support for studies of marine biodiversity in fact will grow and be larger. One of the ways the information for the census will be available is through the new oceans uh, aspect of Google Earth. Uh, our colleague Sylvia Earle, who helped uh, establish the Census of Marine Life, teased Google some years ago when it created Google Earth and called it Google Dirt. We agree with her. Uh, an Earth without an ocean is uh, not, not Earth. Seventy percent, of course, of the surface is water, and uh, the uh, already uh, this very large number of known species. So we've worked very closely with uh, 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 tremendously talented software people of Google over the last couple of years and just a few weeks ago Google Ocean was released and one of the layers in Google Ocean is for the census of marine life. It's a bit like an advent calendar. You can click on the census logo at different places on the ocean and learn what lives there, learn stories about what lives there and lots more of the findings of the census in coming years will be made available through, through Google Ocean.